0: Welcome to The Old World Lives, a War of Fantasy Battles podcast. You can find us on Facebook at The Old World Lives, on Instagram at The Old World Lives, and you can reach us by email at theoldworldlives@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And now, on to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of The Old World Lives, a War My podcast. With me tonight I have Nicholas. Hello. And I also have Morten. Hello. And of course, as usual, I'm Christopher. I just uh, thought we should shake it up a bit and introduce me last. How fun, how fun. So, how are you, fine gentlemen tonight?
1: Excellent, thank you. Yeah, I'm great. And looking forward to talk about some Total War Warhammer.
0: Yes, because that's what we're going to do today. We have had some time uh, playing it now uh, since we first uh, discussed it uh, in... uh, I think it was the uh, the intro to last episode or episode before where we said, oh, it will be out in 17 days. And then, yeah, that was two months ago, I think.
2: <laughs> Time is relative. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's it good, though, because uh, we were talking about recording this last week. But then By then, I hadn't played it that much. So I'm glad I had like another week to really get into it, though. <laughs> you pumped up those numbers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Were, were you attached like uh, Neo
2: from the Matrix just...
0: Oh,
1: I know Kislev now. Show
0: me. I think it's just the usual. Just one more end turn. Just one more end <laughs> turn.
2: Yeah, okay uh, Yeah, you get sucked into this game. I think a bit less than I used to with the Worm War Total War. Because uh, you know, I've played a lot of campaigns mm. for this. But uh, yeah, it's been great. Uh, but before we start talking about that, though, should we just uh, have a quick round of what we've been up to?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's usually how we do it. So I'm going to shake it up real good tonight, and I'm going to go first. What? Mm -hmm. Yes. I have built two more magnetic trays for miniatures. One for 20 further infantry, and uh, one for 10 Black Knights. Nice. Nice. Obviously, they're going to be used for other cavalry units as well, in the same size, but currently for Black Knights.
1: What's the method you're going for? Do you have magnets underneath bases, and then some sort of magnetized rubber that they stick onto or what I, ha-
0: I have uh, since <laughs> uh, some of some know I took uh, I find a sort of my driver's license in the end of October last year and what? with that I uh, ended up with all of those uh, signs that you put on the back of the car oh yeah yeah because I tried the metal ones, and uh, the metal the magnetic ones and they didn't work for our cars car mm. but those did provide a lovely rubberized uh, magnetic uh, oh, material that's smart. That That's
1: so smart. I imagine they're not very expensive either.
0: No, they're not. But uh, <laughs> they're quite and quite easy to get out of. Then I had uh, the plastic signs that were put on on small hooks that were were glued onto the car, mm-hmm. and those are the bases for the trays themselves. Oh. So it's a driver's driving practice sign for the base. Then you get a thin, like a millimeter of plastic card. Then the magnetic tray, the magnetic sheet, and then I used the old uh, what are they called the movement tray kit from uh, Games Workshop.
1: Ah, oh, you uh, still had some of those.
0: Yeah, the multi-part uh, ones that yeah. uh, came with the uh, corners, and uh, so I just uh, did custom ones for all of my or three of my units currently.
1: Nice, it, is, it does. Oh, it's so nice when you put the unit on a hill and they don't all fall over. <laughs> yeah,
0: and obviously there's magnets in the bases of the miniatures, yeah. which is also good because I know that people, when they listen to this, have seen my unit of uh, skeleton spearmen that's uh, posted on our Instagram, and those need to be magnetized because if you knock one over, all of them fall pretty oh. much, <laughs> and they can only be there's only so many ways you can put that unit together, yeah. but they look quite good on a square yeah, basis,
1: definitely. And they did seem to rank up pretty well, right?
0: Yeah, they they did rank up. There's uh, some positioning uh, with the arms, uh, some maybe like a twist to a hand to change the angle of a spear, yeah. and uh, there's also because uh, they had flowing uh, cloth robes on them. Some oh. of them had to be cut to uh, shape just to not intrude too much on the neighbor, so to speak.
1: Yeah. But I think even like the previous skeleton kit, uh, yeah, that uh, Games Workshop had. Yeah. I guess they're still st- selling. I don't know. But I built some of those, and they were not easy to rank up because a lot of them just have swords held straight mm-hmm. forward or something. Have so you tried yeah. uh, positioning slayers
0: or corsairs?
1: <laughs> no, no. But I, I just thought that this was like a new kit that should have been.
0: Yeah, but at least this this new new kit that I've used is the mm-hmm. current Age of Sigmar one. Yeah, so, so this is
1: not even thought of being ranked. No, I mean...
0: but you get in a box, you get uh, twenty uh, spearmen or swordsmen. If you don't want to use the spears, they they are armored, so you might want to pay that extra point for armor for them. But you don't have to. You could just say that it's uh, old brittle armor that doesn't matter.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, they they look amazing. So. Uh... It'll be fun to see them painted up.
0: Yeah. In addition to that, I'm working on... uh, I mentioned them before. I did five Black Knights uh, with uh, the Black Knight horses and bodies and uh, the helmets and arms from the uh, spearmen that I used to use. And I have uh, five more that I'm building tonight when we're recording this. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I'm going to have a unit of ten Black Knights in that style. uh, In the end.
1: I thought I had a bit of a déjà vu when I saw you. I was like, oh, didn't he paint those five already? <laughs> now it makes I, I, sense. There are ten.
0: Yeah. I was, thought I should uh, just have a larger unit. Uh, who, I mean, if five if five knights are good, why not just ten? Yep. That's a good one. The math checks. Yeah. And <laughs> since we do still have, and I'm looking at this, it is the 27th when we record. Uh, and we have a few days left of the March Terrain Challenge, Nicholas. Mm-hmm and uh, i am going to build build up two small terrain pieces uh, that are pretty much uh, just small pyramids with uh, some ethereal stuff from the uh, forbidden power box that i previously built the boatman from ah oh, nice
1: so they will also be a bit of a like a spooky theme
0: yeah it, it, it's it's uh, they're going to be uh, not just uh, those pyramids uh, Set on the table, they're gonna be small uh, bases uh, to, to set a theme on a table. More yeah, right. yeah. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. Uh, lots of building, not so much actual painting. Mm-hmm. Very nice,
1: Niklas.
2: Do you have anything, any terrain in mind for the challenge? Well, kind of. I was a bit inspired <laughs> by.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Niklas. Uh, tell us why we did uh, terrain in March.
2: I was inspired by uh, World of War to build like a Kislevite small fortress, but um, I have not started it. <laughs> it's not just too like late. I don't have any infantry to put in it. So like if I make it, it's like I can't really use it. Mm. So I need to figure out how to get some infantry first. I was thinking, uh, considering getting a 3D printer and printing some stuff or just buying pre-made 3D printed stuff or trying to get some more the uh, original costars.
0: Do you have any space where you live for a three D printer at the moment?
2: Yeah, yeah, I I could. It's not that big. could throw out your microwave or something, and then... <laughs> yeah, um, we will see about that. You sh- uh,
1: showed uh, some excellent uh, alternative
2: miniatures that look very cool. Those skystoneites, yeah. Highland miniatures, I think the, uh-huh. the company that makes that like the three D models. Yeah, uh, yeah, they, they look really cool. But, it's, but you said that the problem was finding rules, sort of, right?
1: Or what, yeah. what, what rules for infantry do we have for, uh, for Warhammer? For
2: the, well, I guess for 6th edition, that, that's the only... Well, for 6th edition, it's only the Cossars. Yeah. So I would either, like... Uh, I could play them as either Empire or Dogs of War, like the, mm-hmm. the infantry part, and mm-hmm. then have allied Kesselites, the cavalry and stuff. Yeah. Or I would use them for Armies Project or something, if yeah. I would use the uh, infantry.
1: Yeah, I mean, is there anything in there that would match sort of what you're going
2: for, or in Empire or Dogs of War? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they they have like those. Uh, they look like the ice guard from Total yeah. War, like the the female warriors. Yeah, and they have these like swords and shields or spears. So I would just be swordsmen and spearman from the, the Empire. Oh, nice. And then there's the Streltsy that have like halberds and handguns. But if I would, are they nice tougher? Tougher than one. Wait, what do you mean?
1: No, th- no. I mean, they are tougher to. Do you have any unit that can take halberds? Uh, and
2: no, no. That's the thing. So if I would use them, I would just say that they they have handguns, I guess, and hand weapons. Mm. The, the halberds will be hand weapons.
0: Could you spin a really good tale about uh, uh, Rico's Republican Guard, <laughs> saying that yeah, just yeah, have uh, pikes and these totally not uh, guns. They're just uh, <laughs> crossbows. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. I say go for, go for Armist Project. I'll play you. And then uh, there are some other units as well, like Cossacks. Uh, just like regular Cossack infantry that could be like good militia. Oh yeah, would look very cool. So have you, yeah, I mean that's,
1: uh, maybe we'll discuss it later, but is that due to Total War, playing Total War, that you have, have a have now a bigger interest in getting more infantry for Kislev? I mean like units that we haven't
2: really, that we hadn't seen. In yeah. The, uh, the game it's before. like, uh, I I was thinking, like, when the new game drops, uh and if Kissel will be a part of that, then I would like to get some more inventory. Yeah. But maybe I won't be able to wait that long. We'll see. No, and I mean, if you get some Strelsy now, surely
1: they would have Strelsy in the games in the rules of the new game. And they might drop their own miniatures, but I mean, then you could already have some that look awesome.
0: Yeah, it depends yeah, on yeah. how they're doing the books as well, if they do... Yeah. Like uh, one rule book, and then you have campaign books, or Mm. just uh, like the red book system for that's been in the heresy, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some ravening horde sort of thing, or who knows.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Just uh, use these rules until we get uh, all of the army books out, so to speak. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's going to be very interesting when that drops. (laughs) Uh, We'll have like a better idea now after Total War as well. Yeah. What kind of units will be in it? Uh, other than that, though, just thinking about terrain projects and different infantry, I've not really done that much hobby. I've I've been the worst hobbyist. I've just been like, uh, going between five different projects, not really doing anything with any anything, not not finishing anything. Just like starting stuff, maybe priming something and then starting the next thing. That's um, how it
0: starts. Next, you will have nineteen months before you paint them in again. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, the worst. Um, but uh, I did play a game today, uh, since Exhibition, with my Kisslovs Kislevites. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it was fun. What, uh, who, do, who did you play? What what happened? Uh, I played this local guy and his ogres, and I got totally demolished. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I rolled really poorly, <clears throat> and the terrain really funneled me like into his just like really tough units. Uh, guys with the, uh, what do you call the the lead bel- belchers? Ooh, yeah. And, of uh, yeah, and uh, just uh, some very nasty stuff. He had, like, a tyrant and a hunter, like, in a forest that just blocking me that I couldn't advance. And then when I did advance, they just charged me and ate me up, basically. Mm. So yeah. it was, like, a a, a good uh, um called like, a, a rerun of the the painting in the ogre book when the, the ogres are ambushing this ah
0: uh, oh, yeah <laughs>
2: hey, <Caravan. laughs>
0: I would just have a snack on the, the entire kids light army yeah <laughs> how do uh, those so,
1: lead belches work are they actually having do they use the same rules as a regular cannon or is it something like are they fire you
2: know, they three strength like, six shots or something they roll an artillery die and that's how many shots they fire okay so they can, they can fire up to ten shots but mm-hmm. they can also misfire and like shoot themselves it's um, like they're firing some grape shot or something or... Yeah. Because
1: it's, it's, it's... So they're not strength 10 or... No, no, no. They're like strength um, 4, I think.
2: Okay. But still... Whew. Yeah. A lot of um, shots. But it was nice. Uh, there were two other guys playing there. Mm-hmm. And uh, some other guys that were curious and just uh, looking at us playing. Uh, so there were two, two guys that were friends with the one of the guys playing. They hadn't played for a long time. They were keen on trying again uh and it seems like in curve that everyone plays dwarves like i played dwarves <laughs> two of the other guys plays dwarf and that's his friends his friend plays dwarves and then some like, other guys were playing 40k next to us and they're like oh cool fantasy i used to play fantasy and we were like oh you the the chat and it's like oh great and then i asked him so so what do you play dwarves oh, <laughs> of course <laughs> removed from the chat <laughs> <laughs> well i can't blame him they're the best faction <laughs> Is there any like dwarf civil war that you could reenact? Probably oh. plenty plenty feuds mm. or like uh, mining rights ah, or bad be cool. beer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Wet p- powder. Uh, maybe the beard was trimmed like a millimeter too short oh. <laughs> or too long. Or it was perfectly trimmed, but uh, you didn't like their attitude.
1: <laughs> uh, Put it in the book, lad.
0: Right, that's pretty, there's loads of uh, grudges in uh, the harpy books.
1: Okay, against other dwarfs also. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Didn't
2: wasn't Jimmy talking about this uh, scenario where you play like dwarf versus dwarfs, but they everyone had minus one strength because they're using blunt weapons? Oh, like a practice fight or something? Yeah.
0: Yeah, or just a grudge fight, uh, but uh, not it, until death. Oh,
1: that's a fun idea.
0: Yeah. But that sounds endless, like
1: uh, endless
2: slog. Wow!
0: <laughs> almost sounds like Schövede uh, is the place to be currently. Then in Sweden, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, there's a lot of uh, people there now. We have lots of people in, the, in the, the group chat, like fifteen or something. Oh. Um so yeah, it's a good, good, uh, good hobby going on.
1: So the other two playing were they part of your startup group or
2: this uh, slow grow? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we kind of skipped ahead. We played two thousand boys today. Uh, oh, yeah. okay but the, everyone was fine with it. The, everyone had, like, enough points. One of the guys didn't have it painted, but that's was fine. Mm. He'll paint it eventually. He mm. said, like, well, it's, it's way better to play with painted models. Like, at least he... I know he's, that. Yeah, he's striving towards having a painted army. It's not like he's just like, well, fuck it, I can play anyway. Mm. So, yeah. That is good. Uh, um, that's good. That's all the hobby I've done, except for playing Warhammer Total War. Yeah, which we'll get back to. Uh, I have uh,
1: done some things. I keep working on my Bretonian orcs, done some good progress. But as you said, it's hard to keep track and like finish. It's like, ah, oh, they're almost done now. But hmm. then I started uh, because we talked about maybe having a Tamarkand special uh, episode in the future. So I started rereading that campaign book. Then I was like, man, I... that's the reason I started my Nurgle army. And I have the model of Tamarkand but I don't have it painted yet. And now I'm reading a book and like, this has to be done. <laughs> so, so I primed it at least, uh, built everything together and such. So uh, soon maybe I'll start painting it. We'll nice. see. Um Massive have some toad. ideas. Yeah. I uh, have some ideas about the, the color scheme and stuff. I've been looking at different toads and trying to find something <laughs> cool to go by that would match the rest just, of the uh, army or
2: something. The Your like coworkers just passing your... Oh, Maybe it wouldn't be that weird at your work, but... It's no. passing you by and you're oh. just like,
0: this is That's a a,
2: realistic third thing. day you're just sitting there looking at toads, Morten. What's going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least focus, Morten. Focus. Look at worms.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, but I need to know they're, they're um, the predators of worms. That's what yeah. I'm... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, so we'll see about that, what, uh, what's going on next. Um, and then I was in Berlin with work uh, and I, got, I was like, ah, Berlin is a big city duh, uh, I should uh, look and see if there's a big uh, gaming store here. So they had two Warhammer stores and I'm like, yeah, but I, a Warhammer store is going to look the same regardless. They're not going to have any fun old stuff. Uh, and then I found this place called Battlefield Berlin and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll try to go there. And I was not disappointed. But it was, uh, I think they had they must have had everything or at least every brand that I ever <laughs> bought from. Uh, I, you yeah. know, normally when you oh, I'm going to make an order from these 10 websites and suddenly it's like, wow. Well, Green stuff, world, Cromlech, uh, Perry Miniatures they had there, they had, you know, and the colors, the scale of seventy-five and all kinds of colors in there, um, so much fun stuff. Uh, it was a dream. I wish I lived closer to a store like that.
2: Yeah, that's uh, although probably, uh, the wallet wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> probably my favorite the store in that that I've been to. It's like that one and photos together. is really good. Mm-hmm. I still haven't so, been to that one, but uh, I yeah, I can I can imagine. It's like a like a super wide variety of stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, and uh, um, I lured in a, a new colleague from work, from my new workplace, who's been a bit curious, and I managed to get him to buy some Skaven clan rats. So it's like, yes, yes, embrace it. <laughs> and we there was a moment where we were both standing there, like with our hands full of different things, and like I would okay, but. Realistically, I don't really need this, so I think we 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 trimmed on half of it or something. In the end, <laughs>
3: we're like,
1: okay, well, this project is too far in the future. I don't need to buy this now. Um, but uh, still, uh, the uh, the best thing I got away with was uh, I found this. Um, uh, do you know M O M miniatures? Um, I think they might be Spanish or something. They have a lot of alternative fantasy dwarfs. So I think I have a friend who has. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, uh, do know. Yeah, it nice. seems
0: like uh, half of all of the alternative miniatures companies are from Spain.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spain and other. Spain holidays. or Poland? Oh, Poland. Like the like Krom-like is Polish, I think. And then there's another one Skibor. Skybor, yeah. Skibor, yeah. They were all in this store.
1: But then I found that these Mom miniatures had made a, I think it was called Chaos Giant, but it was basically a giant in full plate armor. Uh, nice, and I didn't know that I needed one of those, but I definitely did, so I got it. Uh, and it was you... also very cheap; it was like twenty seven euros or something, which is you know half price of just a Games Workshop yeah. giant.
0: Is it uh, big enough to be used as the siege giant from? The, yes, uh... yes, oh, nice. from
1: the... yes. So I, I just thought, oh, this <laughs> is perfect. In a way, I like it even more than the. Well, it, I mean, it's different from the model that Forge made. This one is much more compact. It, it, the pose is sort of. He's standing, and with one hand, he's holding a club.
2: But, you know, the club is touching the ground with the head, so it's sort of resting. It's, it looks more like an armored version of the 6th edition Giant. Yeah, it is kind of a bit
1: more compact than the 8th edition Giants, I would say. But, um, it lo- yeah, it looks heavy enough. I think it ju- it needs a few spikes, maybe, to make it look even more chaos in a way. Uh, and I, I thought maybe add some... Um, balsa wood or something like scaffolding on the back so it looks like it's meant for a siege that you could have you know ladders or something so you could use it when it docks with the wall and when it dies you have people clamping like well they can climb up the back of it like a <laughs> siege see. tower almost i don't know we'll see what it ends up that was uh, not intended intended to buy that but uh, you know i just saw it like oh need this <laughs> uh, so yeah that was good Um, when i came home i started trying to reorganize all these boxes i don't know if you also work with boxes of just you know you order something from some store and then you leave part of it in the box and then suddenly you have tons of boxes that you don't really know what's in them Uh, so i went through and i saw all the the unfinished projects that i have and i oh yeah i have an issue the boxes of shame yes definitely (laughs) that's one of you where you sort of get to that okay I, I don't need to order anything now for a while. I should definitely get some more things done. <laughs> but I, yeah. Painting some of these orcs, I got an interest to go back and paint more Nurgles. I think that's good. It's been paying off. Now, I, now I'm excited to paint more chaos. So And the, the orcs are just meant for uh, you know, to clean, a palate cleanser.
2: They're not meant to be a complete army yet. We'll <laughs> uh, it always starts as a palate cleanser.
1: Uh, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: uh. But I think... Yeah, I think that's all I had. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So, how a bit of news then. Yes.
1: Weekenders and stuff. Or is it called Weekender? Or is it called Adepticon Preview? Or or, what was was it called? It
0: was the Preview at Adepticon Online.
1: Ah, okay. Rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So what do we get from there? Anything that can be used in fantasy?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking we're going to start off with the... Warhammer Underworld's preview that was, and they had a mad scientist and his Harrow Deep Warband are creating a spark at Adepticon because everything has to be a catchy headline these days.
1: Yep, yep.
0: But uh, they get some uh, really nicely done new zombies that might need a bit of trim from all of their coils a lot and of, stuff.
1: Yeah, a lot of electri- electrical devices sticking out of them. Very Frankenstein's monster sort of
0: yeah. vibe and the first uh, member of a uh, that's been made by Game, games workshop at least from a Sylvania zombie le- levy from the uh, store of chaos book cuz there's a zombie in full armor in that kit.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, that's true.
0: With the halberd and shield.
1: Mainly seen skeletons in full armor.
0: Ah, indeed. So that's why why, why it's a really nice one. Yeah. But there's only one in production. <laughs> Yeah, but this kit looks quite nice. You can get a bit, uh, maybe some dregs for more time
3: mm-hmm.
0: for your uh, vampire warbands, or maybe use some of them as uh, not so far gone, what they call the ghouls.
1: Yeah, yeah. The ones that eat I mean,
0: th- humans. Th-
1: yeah, the mad scientist uh, itself is really disturbing and a nice character.
0: Yeah. And I see that could be a foundation for a lot of conversions. You can use Mm. it as is, or maybe a bit more dilapidated head and use it as a a necrarch, or use it for Mordheim or Necromunda. Yeah. So probably a good value box with models that can be used in fantasy.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. There were so many many undead things. What's the one you talked about where you said that you found some uh, potential Strigoi... Uh, what was that box called? Do you remember? There was uh, another...
0: Oh, I yeah. You, well, you got the entirety of the undead, the undead part of uh, Cursed City. If nothing else.
1: Ah, yeah. That That's nice.
0: Yeah, because if you, you just if you don't want to buy Cursed City itself, which got great models, I would love to have a copy of that. Uh, and now it's available. Sort of. <laughs> so yeah. you actually can. But uh, you should just buy the Radical Court that has been available. Uh, you get the ogre, the ogres that can be used in an undead warband or in an undead army. So either Mordheim or uh, Warhammer. Uh, okay. You get uh, the vampires, you get uh, yeah, a, a werewolf beast thing that yeah. perfe- would be perfect to use as a conversion. That I already got a plan for, mm-hmm. if I would ever get it, but uh, it seems a bit. T- Excessive to buy a box for over 900 kroners for half a model. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: But you showed some picture of, uh, I guess, was it like a war band, like some underworld thing? There were a couple of ghouls or something. Some had wings, I think.
0: Isn't that from uh, the Radical Court box?
1: Oh, maybe it was. Okay, sorry. Yeah, might have been.
0: Because I got a few... uh, I can't
1: remember what was actually in the Cursed City. yeah
0: i do no, not thinking of it. I think it was that, or there are a few from the new Soulblight kits that are just... Uh, you just change the shape of the base, and you can use them straight out.
1: Yeah,
0: As we have proven with infantry so far.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything else new from there?
0: They are following in my footsteps with having a character on a boat that's uh, floating around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least that's what someone mentioned in the podcast group chat the other day. I would, would reckon this could probably be used, but Probably more as a unit filler or in a zombie pirate list, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Like a vampire Coast.
1: Yeah, definitely. And as you said, a really cool unit filler.
0: Yeah. And then they released uh, an update, uh, a, little, a little bit of a preview on a uh, terrain set. Yeah? Uh, the Thondia box, I think.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, one. that's the one. Yeah. A lot it of... Uh,
0: the Endless Spell, which is a like a some kind of uh, dragon beast, the undead dragon beast that gets reanimated. It could be cool. It's a train piece, I'm not sure. Uh, walls that uh, are currently being built, and then they have uh, statues. Statues are all, always useful. You can just change them a bit to make them look more fantasy, if you want to, yeah. usually with paint or stuff like that. Yeah. And they got that massive... Uh, um, dead uh, dragon monster thing.
1: Yeah, that's th- th- my favorite from that that kit.
0: They mentioned in the preview that it's twelve inches long. Oh,
1: no? nice. I don't so know.
0: They're... I
1: don't. Th- I don't really like the walls. I think they're so. I don't know. Uh, almost too perfect in a way. They. They. I don't know.
0: And they. Uh, I, I'm thinking those are the hardest to actually use in uh, fantasy.
1: Yeah, they seem very Age of Sigmar.
0: But if you're doing uh, like a border princess campaign and you have a, using them as a under construction uh, sigmarite fortress or something, yeah, yeah, for sure, then you they could use them. Yeah, uh, I'm saying that the floating island fountain is harder to use than the walls actually. <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking. I know that it was mentioned as well during the live stream, uh, like an altar of chaos. Just change the water to oh. blood.
1: Oh, that would be cool.
0: Yeah. So as we said, a box with loads of potential. I hope this uh, isn't the only way to get hold of all of this, because that massive uh, uh, undead uh, dragon thing that's just uh, mm. lying there on the on the ground would be quite cool to have. Like a certain drain piece.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope they, they sell them individually later. Mm-hmm. There was no official Old World uh, preview, right? At this
0: thing. yeah. No, no. uh, only uh, Future Old World was uh, previewed. And what is that? Uh, the Horus Heresy. Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 Now I guess. And people yeah, have the... been so mad at its, uh, Mark VI. Even though the first Marines that were ever made was Mark VI. And they were set in the Heresy. So it's obviously a retcon since then.
1: I'm, I obviously haven't looked into all these chats. So I haven't heard any of that. I I just saw. I thought it was a cool video, the trailer uh, with Horus and all that stuff. I thought it was really nice. New tanks on the way apparently.
0: There's a fair few kids that have disappeared or been lost chance to buy it on. Uh, oh, hey. yeah. uh, the Sikharans uh, and uh, the Leviathans among them.
1: Yeah, and the Spartan. So, yeah. mm, maybe some of the rumors will come true.
0: But if, if we can look back to the time when uh, uh, Betrayal and uh, battle, the 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 boxes were released with uh, three and four, mark IV armor, uh, in plastic. And people were saying, "Oh, I don't want to play them. They are using plastic." Yeah, I have mine. I have mine. In resin, so Mine are better. That's the same yeah. stupid argument that they are using now. Oh.
3: Oh,
1: haters gotta hate. I'm just happy if something happens for Heresy again that it can uh, start off.
0: Yeah, same here, and that means that uh, since it's uh, moving in house with Games Workshop, right? That uh, yeah, game. I think exactly. Uh, this yeah. it seems like it uh, is getting more plastic support.
1: I think so. Exciting things ahead. I yeah. was most uh, happy about the 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 flea thing they're writing for <laughs> <laughs> Necromunda, <laughs> but uh, not that I'm really you know invested in the in that game at the moment. But uh, I just thought that was the coolest bottle that they that they previewed. <laughs> I yeah,
2: love
1: the Seeriders. fleas, really
3: cool.
0: yeah. I'm just want to see what else they're releasing for Dash Waste because oh, I really, yeah. I really love like the, the look of the Nomad Warriors. I didn't yeah? like, didn't really feel, feel like, oh, I need to buy that box for the fleas. I don't <laughs> like the look on Orlocks. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. Mm. No, they're like the gang that doesn't have their own. Ge- they're like the generic dudes with goggles i don't know it's like <laughs> yeah. hard to compete with like oh cool girl gang cool stim gang cool techno gang and then just oh uh, will we drive vehicles and stuff
0: yeah. <laughs> we, wor- we work in the mines and sell steel
1: yeah but then they could have had these awesome like welding masks or something look i don't know yeah they, uh, they don't do it for me
0: but just imagine if you want to do a squad force for uh, the heresy using uh, militia yeah. or solar incilia rules in the future, and what yeah. the instead is We've got a sword mi- for them.
1: Yeah, kind of keen. What are, you know, making a militia band with those uh, ash wastes models could be cool.
0: Yeah, there will be so many fremen themed armies in the future. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but
0: uh, I think we're getting a bit off track. Yep, no, that, that, no more
1: fantasy news, I
0: think. No, that's the horrible thing, so to speak, with the good news for everyone. <laughs> you just get off track and just uh, dream away and watching stuff. And there is yep. actually one more that you probably could use for fantasy, and that is the Ghostwits crossbows that they're really using for Age of Sigmar. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, really cool. want to. I think they mm-hmm. could p- possibly fit on a base, but uh, I'm not sure what you're going to use them as. That. Given that uh, undeads generally don't use crossbows,
2: yeah, they don't have much shooting at all, right?
0: Uh, Well, so Krell tells us.
2: Yeah, (laughs) use them as the like the corsair list in the Storm Chaos. They have some crossbowmen humans at least. Yeah. Stretch it to Uh, that,
0: uh, or use them as skeleton bowmen in a uh, what we call the blood blood dragons list in the Vampire Counts book. Okay.
1: But yeah, what do you say? Uh, do we take a quick break, or should and then we come back for the main segment? War Warhammer.
0: Sounds good.
3: Mangleman and Manflers. Mangleman and Manflers. Mangleman and Manflers. Hi, I'm Manslayer, CEO and owner of Mangleman and Manflers. Thanks to shipping error, we're overstocked in manhides of all shapes and sizes, and I'm passing savings on to you. Keep warm with a nice arm scarf. Decorate your ballroom with a set of nice buttocks. How about a full human carpet in the living room? Whatever your needs may be, come on down to Mingle Manhattan
1: Mansers for great savings today! And welcome back! So, the main topic for tonight is talking about Total War Warhammer 3. And, and out of the three of us, both Chris and Nicholas have some actual gaming experience. Uh, and I blame not having a good enough computer, but I watch a lot of people streaming it. So, I have at least seen people play the game. And I think I have some experience. <laughs> um, and before we go into some of the factions that you guys have tried out, uh, let's talk about the general, the new campaign and that style. Because when Total War, to- uh, well, Total War Warhammer 2 uh, came out, they of course had the Vortex campaign. Um, where you had this sort of race where you were collecting different different things to reach uh, a certain amount quicker than your opponents and you had certain rituals and you could mess with the opponents during these rituals and then you had a final battle and i guess this one is similar in a way that each faction is competing to try to get four demon souls from the four uh, realms of chaos and then uh, uh, maybe we shouldn't have maybe we should have like a spoiler alert i don't know i haven't actually seen anyone complete all those four yet and what happens in the end um have you guys gone that far?
2: No no,
1: <laughs> no, no good, good then we then unspoiler alert we, we don't know what happens <laughs> at the end, uh, so
0: <laughs> as usual, we have no clue what we're talking about
1: <laughs> but we'll give it's entertaining, hopefully anyway <laughs> but um, and I guess well, I mean they they've been off in a while, they will drop some sort of uh, equivalent to mortal empires, right, where they will combine this new map with the previous map somehow, and you will have this huge game with all of the Warhammer uh, world that you can play. And th- that is something that would be really good. But until then, we will have to stay with this this map and this campaign. So, wh- wh- how are you liking this new campaign so far? Just
2: this, uh, this is the way it works and everything. I quite like it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not the whole map and it seems like everyone is just waiting for the, the massive map. But it's uh, still quite big and there's a lot of a lot of things to do.
1: Uh, so when you when you play the campaign and you you can still expand your empire and fight different people but then every now and then you have these portals that pop up everywhere uh, and they can take you into the realms of chaos, right? Yeah. And then you and the other legendary lords can go there and you have to be the first to beat them. so uh,
0: so you, you so, can also use them just to transport yourself across the map.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen anyone do that. So do you get to choose whichever a portal to go to then? Any do you see a map of all the open portals, or is it random? Or anyone tried to go do that option?
2: No, I mean I don't know. Like, what's what's the point of like just flinging your army somewhere? No, that w- that would be silly. I I guess they, it has to be that you can choose any other point. Yeah, but like even then, like why why would you? Yeah, thinking, if you have like, uh, a,
0: I don't know, I think that could be a great uh, for either multiplayer campaigns or. uh when you get the Mortal, mortal Empire op- option, and you can uh, teleport your troops to the yeah. Yeah, North or Southlands or whatever.
1: Yeah. You can do, yeah, definitely mix things up.
0: Yeah, but also if you're doing like a multiplayer campaign and someone starts in the Empire, and someone starts in the Ogre Kingdoms, and you you need yeah. to help each other and teleport yeah. your forces. That's i'm not something. sure how it works i've never done it i'm usually just putting putting an army or an agent up there and just click no and this <laughs> is yeah. a way
1: yeah and what is the benefit of closing these portals the well, they,
2: they spread corruption and like if you wait long enough like uh, an enemy agent will pop out and then after a few turns an enemy army will pop out and they attack anyone right they're not yeah it doesn't yeah, help it even if you're a chaos player no, I think they're, they're against everyone. I think the, the worst thing is, though, is the, the corruption. Uh-huh. The corrupting your land, making everyone unhappy, getting negative modifiers for income and stuff, and growth. And then you just need to keep like a, an agent there to cleanse the corruption or build a building. It. And, so you, and so you said there are two ways of closing these portals. Yeah, either, <clears throat> sorry, either you go there with an army, and then you have to fight an enemy army that could be very strong, uh, or you just go to an agent and you close it for fifteen hundred gold. You straight up, just pay, pay like a corrupt uh, chaos official, I guess. <laughs> like, all right, all right, now I'll close the game. Yeah, I know the the mechanic behind that. That that's how it works.
1: and if you don't close them, and then you actually go to the realms of chaos, what what do you think of them
2: so far? Have you seen all of the four realms of chaos? I've seen three. Uh, the one I liked so far the best was uh, Slanesh. Yeah, <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> but uh, it was it's more like a uh, more of a psychological thing because like y- you had to like enter the the depths of Slanesh, and then like yeah. each level you go down, you're you're like offered uh, like a bribe to leave it, hmm. and it's like a really good bribe. I actually took it the first time because like yeah. I don't know how much it was like. Fifty thousand gold or something and like lots of growth in all your regions and yeah happiness and stuff and like well cool and the thing is like there's already another legendary lord there there was like further down about to claim the soul so oh, i yeah. wouldn't be able to go there anyway so then i was like okay at least take the the goal and leave them hmm. i've seen people talk about the tactic of always going to Sunesh first
1: and just trying to get the boon and then going into another realm after that, but I don't know if it's if you have time to do it actually. But um, but I mean because you can go there several
2: times and just. It's yeah. another thing like, like having time to go there. You still have to pay for that army, the upkeep. And yeah. Like you need that way. army to like fight off the the invading chaos stuff. But then yeah. they're also just like fucking off into realm of chaos to get these souls. Yeah. <laughs> But I agree. I, I thought, because the first one I saw was corn, and then it's like, oh, you just
1: kill and kill until you have enough blood, sort of, and then you can go into the final battle. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, I saw someone going to slash. and I was thinking, okay, are they are, are they all going to be based on the same mechanics? Of just, you know, you have to kill until you unlock something. And that would be very boring. But then, as you said, I really liked the slash thing with like, oh, you're offered temptation. Uh, and it is to such an extent that you actually consider it it's not something silly you know it's actually oh wow this could this could really help me in the game Hmm." Uh, yeah so i think they did that great uh and what else do we have we have nurgle where as far as i have seen so far you just take a lot of corruption or well take a lot of attrition all the time um you kind of have to fight because the like the paths are guarded yeah uh and siege is sort of a bit random i guess because there's some sort of maze where you
2: I haven't yeah. done scenes yet, so I don't know. But
1: uh, I've I got Slaanesh still... and
2: uh, Nurgle so far, and I'm currently in
1: the Realm of Corn. Yeah, as far as I understand the the idea in Siege is like it's hard to navigate and find the way. I don't know if it's some sort of puzzle you have to figure out, or if it's just completely random teleportation until you get it right. I don't know yet. <laughs> uh, they look really cool, all of the realms. So I think they did a good job. Uh, what do you guys think about then the the survival battles that you have that you have to fight to claim the
2: soul. Uh, not that soul on it, to be honest. Tedious like... or not cool yeah, enough? I not mean, hard enough. I mean they don't really make sense. I mean you go there with your army, into the realm of chaos, and then you're like building these archer towers. You're playing tower defense all of a sudden. And then you like go to the next level and then like you spawn a bunch of guys. Yeah. Where the fuck do they come from? You just like spawn from this random point. Uh, I mean, I think they could have done it a bit better. Like, oh, like uh, someone else randomly got lost in the the realm of chaos, and now they appear to help you. Mm. That could work, especially if there's like a maybe another allied faction or something. Like, some dwarfs got lost in the realm of chaos. Yeah,
0: maybe base it on who you're actually allied with in yeah. the the real world, so to speak. Yeah, I feel like I've been a bad player because I haven't even been in the realm of chaos yet.
1: No, I mean. It's not necessary, right? I mean, you could. No,
0: my ogres are, have conquered most of the map before the yeah, save so... was corrupted. Yeah. I They couldn't pay anymore because I think I sent oh, that. Uh, I think I sent that in the podcast the group chat. That message where said, "Oh, uh, the game has updated. Your save is not valid anymore." <laughs> yeah. Well, God. Thanks. Yeah. Hardware. Yeah, there's there were some issues at launch with this game, but uh, on the other hand, that's true with most total war games ever released. And we still like them. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah, I mean... the, the the campaign is really good, and uh, the, I like a lot of the new mechanics. They they've added some small things to the uh, the diplomacy, which I really like. Uh, do you, you have like a a number like how if they like your offer or not, and then you can uh, just weigh it up with some more benefits for them. Like you can see if they like it or if they don't like it. And you don't have, you just have to like. Try it and then they say no, and then you have to, have to try it again, adding something, and then they're like, No, and then like the fifth time, they're like, oh, Yeah, yeah, now you see
0: it. They, they've used the same system in at least two other Total War games, I think. That's regular line Total War, not Total War Warhammer ones. Hmm. Uh, the Troy, uh, Total War Troy had it, where you could balance your offers a, bit, a lot more and even add stuff, and you could see the exact benefit in points. like you oh, I need 0.3 more to get them to accept this offer and then just kind of add a bit gold. Oh, that uh, raise it to 0.5. That's perfect. And you're going to mm. do it like that.
2: Yeah. I think and it's uh, another thing is that you can trade uh, settlements now, which is awesome. Because uh, like oh. in the, the the previous ones, like you had an ally next to you and they conquer like a piece of land you want. The only way to get it is either to attack your friends and take yeah. it or wait for someone else to t- attack that place and then take it from them. Which yeah. is really stupid. Like, like they don't need this place, but I really want it. It's like part of a province that I want. Uh, that I have like three of the four settlements, and yes, fourth. Then if you buy they, it for me. Yeah, exactly. Let me buy it. Yeah, but you couldn't do that before, but now you can, which is great.
0: That was one of the best parts of uh, the older Total War games, like Empire, because that, that's uh, trading territories. You can even use territories if you don't if you have a really profitable colony across the world, you could just... Oh, uh, this really powerful country, I need peace with them. Uh, maybe we could just uh, sell them a colony or something. In oh, exchange yeah. for peace. It's cool.
2: It's uh, it's great, because uh, the AI fucking loves getting territories. You can just sell it to them for a lot of money as well. Like, I, I reconquered like a dwarf settlement, and they sold it to the dwarves like 5,000. Oh.
0: Yeah, uh, usually before, you just had to wait until they were filled with Skaven again, and you could read them
1: yeah <laughs> well, that's yeah do, do you like um the interface thing that they added where you where every model has some sort of like outline i think they're usually green or something
0: no it's horrible
1: so you toggled it off
0: it wasn't possible to toggle it off at the start
3: oh no okay
0: but
1: uh, i think the, that the, you can now
0: i also really dislike the portrayal of uh, Ogres as a fat bastard from uh, <laughs> the, uh, Most in yeah. Paris Yeah Because they're just depressed on them And they fart and they belch And <laughs> oh. then they just laugh And then uh, Greece's gold tooth is just uh, Yelling that he's the fattest bastard on the planet Stuff, stuff like that <laughs> uh, Grease's well sure he was immense But he was also one of the best tactical minds in the old world, in that part of the old world. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't get to be that powerful and fat if he was stupid.
1: Mm, No, exactly.
2: Too rich to walk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Also, the the model that they've used in the game makes him look uh, like he's on a mobility scooter and nothing. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's not a good look. Uh, It (laughs) might have uh, been. uh, Led to believe at the moment. I've played a bit of the ogres. So speak. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, they're sort of like a combination of an army that owns cities and a horde faction. Mm-hmm. So you can build camps everywhere yeah. to reinforce yeah. your armies, and you need uh, meat to walk on. So if okay. you're too far away from a camp or a city that provides meat, your mm-hmm. army will starve, as or eat itself.
1: Okay. okay. So that's yeah. sort of similar, like, the Skaven had some sort of food mechanic before, I think.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, some of the Beastman factions have had it as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, but how do they, ca- can the camps move? Can, if you build a camp, can you sort of like, oh, well, now we get it on the road?
0: Uh, not that I've noticed. If, if it is, I missed it totally. But uh, as I said, I, I can't access my save anymore because it's corrupted. Ah. But uh, when I played it, you uh, pretty much could set up a camp anywhere that okay. you needed fortification obviously with the same limitations as other factions so that you have to research limit one more camp one more camp
1: limits, ah, okay so okay that's cool so you
0: can't just uh, set up 100 camps at once yeah
1: yeah but um, when they conquer territories do they work uh, the same as for others or is it like they're limited to what they can buy uh, build in the, those territories then
0: you can build uh, just like normal cities so they're okay. not like a classic uh, one of the older Horde factions that just pretty much leveled a city and had nothing in it. Yeah. Which is nice. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think they learned because those Horde, they were never fun to play, right? It was just waiting through end turns to re- replenish and stuff yeah. again. Yeah,
0: and then just uh, continue on. And yeah. I think they changed that a bit uh, with the release of Throg in, uh, in Warhammer 2.
1: Yeah, maybe. And the Beastmen, I think. Yeah, because then got you could uh, build
0: uh, Yeah, you could build terms in... Uh,
1: uh, I think the, it was a government. very smart, excellent yeah. and
0: decision. Ogres are building uh, cities that just pretty much benefit ogres or make their weapons better or make their... Yeah, everything that ogres need, so to speak, and the trading posts. That's what you're pretty oh, much know. building. Trading posts and the me- possibility to hire mercenaries. And another thing that's new in this one, I think, it hasn't been the one before, that you can build uh, small uh, enclaves in the, the in cities of your allies. Oh yeah, yes. the
1: outposts. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So they get like a bonus of extra garrison defense and you can recruit from them, right? Yeah. Or
0: So you can always have a depending on the level of your outpost you can get uh, some really cheap replenishment troops if you are on campaign and in yeah. the city and just need to draw a bit of extra that turn but yeah, uh, yeah. it does it right. do strain your relationship with your ally, though.
2: Oh, yeah, well, you you like um, you get points, churn, Like uh, I don't know what it's called loyalty points or something. You can either use those points to like target and like a a common target, and they will attack that target. Or you can recruit guys. Or if you have enough, then you can like requisition a whole army. Yeah, right, so you get hold of it for a certain number of turns or something, or how?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's oh, yeah, really cool.
0: It makes yeah. uh, it a bit more tactical than just uh, go into the dipl- diplomacy map and just choose, select target and then target another city and your ally goes there.
1: Yeah, hopefully, right? Or I don't know how good they were at following command, but
0: usually, if they had a spare army, they would would send that army. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, not that uh, deep, so to speak. When you put no, right.
1: no, I've seen the best thing is like oh. I have this faction that I want to confederate with, but they're too strong to, to accept. So I'll give them a target to go after this army that they can't win against. So they'll go there, <laughs> suicide themselves, and then it's like, oh, now you can confederate with me. Great. It's a <laughs> nefarious scheme <laughs> that you can pull. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's I saw someone play uh, with Kislev, I think, and they came close to an ogre camp, and then it was like, oh, you can recruit from them here. So I think that's, yeah. I mean, they're they're like they're there and they're raiding your territory but you can at least recruit from them at the same time yeah. so it's a cool
0: balance. Uh, that's a, it's a nice new uh, little uh, mechanic yeah so it, it makes them a bit unique otherwise mm-hmm. they're just uh, yeah you're building these knobblers with spears knobblers with slings or <laughs> ogres with uh, 100 weapons and 200 weapons and uh, yeah it's uh, it's a feel big,
1: limited. The, the yeah. rooster, roster. I mean...
0: Rooster. In the beginning, it feels a bit limited, but then you can get the scrap launchers and the rhinox riders and the ah, yeah. uh, man-eaters and uh, the fire bellies. And, yeah, you can get quite uh, deep and uh, all of the 6th sixth, uh, sixth and 8th units yeah. are there.
1: Yeah, oh, cool.
2: I mean, they do look... They look cool and scary on the... Well, in the game, I think. There are no mercenaries anymore, though. They added that, like, at the end of the... Uh... Total War 2. Yeah, that's true. So that's uh, it's a bit strange. Uh, although, I'd, like, I, I, I like the addition of Mercenaries, or, like, they had legendary units. It was still, like, only from your faction. Mm. It wasn't Darks of War or anything. No. Yeah.
1: No, but I think uh, maybe with the, the Ogres, I guess that you have the camps now. So that is meant to replace that. But I haven't seen any legendary units. But don't you think they'll just get added
0: later?
2: I don't know how it was with other launches that I don't know, maybe they used to replace it with the Allies thing.
0: Yeah, or maybe they will be released in uh, the Mortal Realms update. Who knows? Yeah, I
1: hope so, because I think they were one of the coolest things. Even though it was usually just some reskin, they always looked very cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah. maybe they were just that slightly better, but not totally overpowered, which is the yeah. best way to do it. Because if you exactly. do, like, a legendary unit and it's so overpowered that it always wins, it's not fun to use it. No, oh, exactly.
2: Yeah, it's like like the Ekron Dwarf Warriors. They were yeah. just Dwarf Warriors, but they had, like, different color clothing and, like, red beards. It's, it's, like, cool enough for me to always take them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the... Uh, Higher ones was pretty much uh, out of the uh, um, what is it called the book, the higher uniforms and standards. Same with oh, the, yeah, em- yeah. the Empire ones.
1: Yeah, exactly. Cariberg great swords. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's, it's just
0: a flavor, it just yeah. uh, ma- ma- uh, a bit of a. Well, that is pretty much fan service, so to speak.
1: Definitely. So I, but I suspect that will come back later. I don't see why they would take it away. I think it was a good, yeah. just some DLC or whatever they could make it. So um, I
2: gotta I gotta talk about Kislev
1: though. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you've been playing Kizlev.
2: Yes. Exclusively. Yes. And uh, like when they announced the game, there's a lot of like added stuff to Kizlev that like people were upset a bit. And uh, I thought that uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll wait a bit. See what they do with it. If <laughs> like the things are cool. If they do something cool with it, then I see no no harm in changing things around a bit. Uh, but I still think that like the units are cool and I love playing as Kislev, but I think that they, they don't, they didn't do a good job of explaining anything with Kislev really. Just mm-hmm. like they dump you down there and they name a bunch of stuff, but they never really explain anything. They never explain what is what. Uh, like, first of all, they like, they don't explain all the sub factions of Kislev. Yeah. When you start a campaign, because there's like five, Different factions of Kislev, mm-hmm. and like they are some are against you, some are like reluctant towards you, and some are with you. But they like they never say who these guys are, like, why are they against you in the first place? Why is Kislev uh, just like divided into these different lands? Yeah, and uh, I also think that they like those factions weren't that well made because you could definitely like divide Kislev up a bit, definitely like Prague and Erengrad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are like against you, but I don't think that they were done very well. Like this ice uh, witch is in control of Aringod. Why should we? Why, why would she be against the Serena? Yeah, she's also an ice witch. Yeah, like she. Yeah, that's like but she's, her... She doesn't at least start out as an enemy, though. No, but still, like, why would she not support yeah. the Serena? And also, like, why do the the enemy factions have like the ice guard fighting against you? That that's oh, really right. making sense, but no, uh, the the guys holding Prague as well, uh, mm-hmm. they they're called the Ropsman Clan, mm-hmm. and uh, well, first of all, like when you when you talk to yourself, do do you know the difference between the the Ungols and the Gospodars? Uh, yeah, you told us this before. Some of them were living there before, right? Yeah, and got colonized. Yeah, but like also like in an introduction campaign, the guys like, oh, we're Ungols and. Uh, I asked another guy, like, do you know what the Ungol's are? And he was like, oh, yeah, they, these guys are, like, part of the Ungul family because they're called the Ungul in, in their last name or something. It's like, wrong. No, that's, <laughs> it's not right. So, yeah, th- at first, uh, Kislev was inhabited by the ropesmen and the Ungol's. And then the Gospodars came across the Weldage Mountains with the, the Sar- Sarina Mishka. Uh, and then they, like, pushed the Ungol's in turn, pushed the ropsmen And then the ropsmen were kind of, they went extinct mm. by erengrad And then uh, the Gospodars conquered Ungols as well. So the Ungols are like kind of second-class citizens. Mm. in they're, they're the people living on the on the steppe, mainly, right? Yeah. Yes. And uh, so they are they have revolted a bit against Kislev through the ages. Especially Prague has like revolted against Kislev. So that would make sense that they would be against you now. But they're like, but they're, but they're held by the Ropesman clan. Yeah, and like the, the Ropesmen don't exist. And I was like, oh, cool, the Ropesman. I saw like saw a screenshot of someone playing it before it was launched, uh, and I asked him like, oh, do they give it like a cool explanation of who these guys are? And I'm like, no, they're just like this this random faction. Like, okay, well, better see for myself. And they these never tell you. And there's like another of faction, and they're called the Ropesmen, mm-hmm. with no explanation. It's like if you would play uh, Empire Total War. And like you start as England, and in the north of England, there's the Picts, and you're like, what the fuck? I thought these were people they? were extinct for forever. Yeah, they were but, actually still there. Yeah, but now they're back, and and then you say like, oh, they'll give like a cool backstory, like they they've been there all along, and they've like now they're back, and they yeah. they like want to reclaim their land and identity and stuff. But like they they don't explain it, and then you just conquer them, and then they're gone. Like what the fuck? Mm. It would be it would be awesome if. They would be just given like some kind of explanation for it, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that that's a bit weird, and also like the, the orthodoxy is a new thing of okay, So yeah. Uh, which thought, so, like, okay, that's cool. So you have this, cool. whole,
1: this whole race for control of the country between the Tsarina and uh, uh and R- R- <laughs> Rasputin, uh, yeah, which is cool, right? It's a nice little yeah, it's game like, in the game.
2: They really leaned into the Russia bit of okay, Kisab. So, yeah so like an orthodoxy uh but yeah that's cool uh it's a bit weird you like you couldn't attack their land, um uh,
1: you can't uh, declare war against them or no,
3: uh
1: you have to win by the supporter
2: race thing yeah like i can I can attack every other kiss of faction, but not those guys, which is a bit okay, yeah. and then when I finally took them over, my entire economy tanked because like <laughs> they were so fucking poor, and they had too <laughs> many armies yeah um. Uh, so it's like West Germany simulating East Germany that <laughs> so spent a lot of money to drive those guys back yeah. so <laughs> uh and also another thing that I think is a bit weird, like the the huge elemental ice bear um mm-hmm. uh, i I thought that like oh, maybe it's like a special spell or something that he would just come uh when you're defending or. When you have Serena, that she can summon it or something, but no, it's just like a unit in your army. You just like recruit the massive ice bear in your fucking building that recruits ice bears, and then he just follows you around, like on campaign. Like what? (laughs) Imagine uh, you're like going on campaign, just marching through the lands next to this huge elemental ice bear that you—I don't know—you Do have to feed him. (laughs) It's strange. I don't know. Fresh. Uh, What do you call it? Fresh mints. You feed him fresh mints. (laughs) Yeah. I also don't ah. like the, the the sleds. I really don't like the, the War sleds. The, the constantly magically infused sleds on ice. Always got ice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um but yeah, other than that I mean, I did complain a lot, but I do I do really like playing them overall, but it's just like mm-hmm. some weird things that feels that they only focus on the game mechanics and not the other background. Nothing there. making sense. Yeah. <laughs> how do they feel
1: when you play with them though can you are they this sort of like could you go and skirmish your enemy down would you do that like uh, attack and pull back and stuff like that
2: Does I did work? play like a game with a lot of horse archers that I could just like run around them and pick them apart which is really yeah. cool yeah at that point um, yeah. yeah. okay cool but most of the games so I just have infantry armies just lost mm-hmm. of Streltsy and uh, armored cossars. yeah they look really really nice though yeah. <laughs> the it's really cool that like the all of the infantry are like a combination of units that can both shoot and fight cross yeah. combat. Yeah, exactly. And that I mean, was that something you could recognize from sixth edition? I mean, you yeah. had yeah, the Kossars, right? They were Yeah, so... Sixth Edition they only had the the Cossars that had mm. bows and axes. Yeah. So yeah, they are a combination of infantry. The same same with the Streltsy. Mm. Um, but, but the Streltsy never had rules, right? Or
1: no. Do they? No.
2: Uh, no, but oh, uh, uh, in uh, in uh, War Master,
1: there that runs. Was... Ah, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know why they went for that, the... but it's a very cool sort of like we're all we're ready for every anything, you know.
2: Sort of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of so the, the, the... the Kreml Guard are also like uh they're in the fluff. So that's cool that they were in. Okay. And, and uh, or... yeah, so I take it you've been playing
1: as the Serena though. You that's yeah. who you went for.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: douchebag. Well she's
0: the only character that you can play that actually exists at the beginning so oh. to speak uh, well of course you can choose to play the patriarch of the church as well but I mean in the sixth edition the Serena is the only one that exists because oh, yeah. the, the uh, Boris you have to unlock in the campaign mm-hmm. yeah, that's
2: yeah also weird with Boris like I guess they wanted like a familiar face. Mm. and they just came up with that the, he's frozen in ice like a fucking uh Disney fairy tale or something <laughs> Uh yeah oh yeah and that's another thing like once I did that uh, battle you mm. had like the option of giving him a city or
3: um,
2: yeah. or like just assimilating him into as your uh, faction and I was like oh okay I might as well just give him Prague or something and mm. fucking hell do I regret, regret that I should just like assimilated him yeah, I don't know it, why you would ever... Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was thinking, like, why would I do that? Why would I just give a city to, like, yeah, he'll be my ally, but still, like, I won't control him. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, maybe there'll, there'll be some cool effect or something. Maybe he'll be kick-ass, but no, he's just, like, a fucking douchebag. And, like, his area being corrupted by Slanish, and, like, he's oh, not no. doing anything about it. He's just, like, having a fuck palace in the, in Prague or something.
0: he That's how much he liked the Cold <laughs> he's so into the gold.
1: I mean, and then what if he gets taken out? Then, then you can't. Com- Could you
2: still confederate with him? Or now? I mean, before. Yeah. He's- but he's like minus 55. Like, no, oh, yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I so hate my you, daughter. You have to yeah. uh,
0: start with him next time you start a new campaign. And why would you do that until you've finished it? Mm, yeah. And why would you start a new Kislev campaign directly after playing Kislev yeah. for 200 hours?
2: Yeah. I mean. Well, I could see myself doing that. Do you know how many dwarf campaigns I played in the second game? <laughs>
0: like yeah, fair All enough. of them. <laughs> or how many Imrik campaigns I've played in uh, when the Dragon Prince was released for the second one. <laughs> yeah. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Usually because I sometimes you just get killed by turn 10 and you just have to start over. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. To, to be fair with... Um, with the other, you know, weird Kislev factions that you start off with, I guess they could eventually be fleshed out, right? That they could have further releases in the future where they suddenly have new legendary lords and then maybe you get more into that story. You know, sometimes the, yeah, they had to get, the the game comes out, but it takes, you know, I mean, if you compare Warhammer uh, 2 with, um, I mean, what it was at launch and what it is now at the end, they added so much content, and it's such i mean the, the orcs you couldn't play with the orcs in the start right, and then they just became super fun so i I, I mean they will flesh all of this out, hopefully yeah i'd so, love just, to
0: would s- love to see like Erengrad just get a revamp and have uh, some Kislev units, but then mercenary units the rest
2: yeah, yeah, definitely from all over the world be nice but yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. they they should have like uh one of those uh, legendary buildings that you could just recruit. All kinds of stuff from. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just... Uh, fuck, it just takes forever for Total War to add just basic stuff that you yeah. thought should be there in the beginning, like mercenaries, or like well, they didn't even add ship battles, they just added like, oh, you fight on an island. But that mm. took them like two years or something. Mm. So um, yeah. yeah, maybe in a couple of years uh, the, the 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 factions in Kista will make sense. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. You'll get a backstory for the ropesman. Yeah.
0: yeah. Given <laughs> like, right. that you get a customizable demon prince for the chaos factions, mm-hmm. I'm thinking a bit about the, out of the box here. But there shouldn't should be a similar option for every other faction. Mm-hmm.
1: Customize your own lord, sort of.
0: Yeah. Even I, I'm not not meaning that you should just customize your own uh, Karl Franz and make him Karl Franz, but mm-hmm. you could make. Uh, um lesser noble that just uh, ranks up and kills off elector counts and then become emperor or something like that. that
2: That's be be cool, nice yeah. with Kistel, uh, with the with, uh, ice court training, that you can influence what the, the ice witches turn out to be. Yeah. Give them different uh, abilities and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. little At- Atamans, also a cool thing. Yeah.
0: Um, it would help out with uh, factions that only have two legendary lords at launch as well if you don't want to play greases or scrag you might (laughs) just want to play a regular tyrant or maybe a tyrant that's favorite the favors riding around on a rhinox
1: yeah yeah and in what way would you customize this because i mean the demon prince of course can have like new arms and wings and all kinds of things uh which wouldn't really make sense for most other factions but More weapon options, or mount options, or trait options, or what are you thinking?
0: I'm just thinking that you maybe make a slightly more powerful starter character that's got uh, similar expansion options that a regular lord has. Mm -hmm. But maybe you add in some extra stuff that only that rank of lord can take. Yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah, that would be nice.
0: Because I've just uh, made this up like five minutes ago so it's not a full-fledged idea it's more no no, no, no this would be cool and it would be cool to have a customizable lord that you can, yeah. can make for your own faction
1: and that would unlock also that i mean that could tie into like oh and then you can play as these all these you know factions that you can't play with at the moment you know all, you have all these standing extra ones right that are just yeah. npcs so that would be a way of just yeah this legendary lord you can choose whoever you want to be
0: and you don't have to recruit Kevin von Karstein for your Vampire Counts sort Yes, exactly. Which is um, an actual vampire in the game. Oh, God. Yeah. Kevin.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of F- von Karstein heroes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and lords. Yeah, but uh, just imagine what is one of the most fun things when you uh, make your army in the tabletop game. No,
1: mm, yeah, that is making your own lord. yeah.
0: yeah. Maybe you should you don't have to oh I want this uh, character to have a dragon it probably shouldn't start on a dragon at level one yeah for no there's no uh, imagining how powerful that would be maybe you take uh, one of the characters that are already exists from that faction and make it a template so to speak
1: mm-hmm. yeah and I mean if you you could be like oh I want dragon as an option for this lord but then it's like yeah you'll get that but at level 20 or whatever you have some because a dragon will always be unlocked at this level or something. Yeah. maybe. I think it's level part.
0: 20 for the uh, I am sorry. high health mages, the yeah. characters, the fire mages. But uh, yeah? not. I think it's yeah, it's 15 for Imric and 20 for regular lords, right? Oh, that doesn't matter. We're not playing that game and talking about the game. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's cool. because...
1: talk, tell us about. I think tell us about some kisstime now. Oh. No, uh, Cafe. I just
0: uh, want to hear, uh, Nicholas. What is your overall impression? Because we have heard you talk about, but what is your overall impression of uh, Kislev.
2: It's great. I really like it. Um, there's a lot to do. Like I've, I've come to the station now. Kislev is very open. Oh, sorry, yeah. my, uh, yeah. Kislev my Kislav is like very very open. So it's kind of hard to uh, uh, defend all the, the everywhere. So it's a bit of a a uh, logistical problem now like raising armies to, to defeat whoever is coming up to to hassle you. Right now Carl Franz just like entered my my land and started raiding shit. Oh because, what the hell? Yeah it's just like these empire guys like I, I made like a, an alliance with one of them to fight chaos and he's like oh yeah but you gotta help me defeat my dick cousin Dietrich. And I'm, I'm not gonna no, I'm I'm not gonna start fighting the empire real and threat like, is in the north. Yeah, and he's like, oh, well, I hate you now. Like, what the fuck? We're fighting chaos here. Like, they're spewing out from the fucking warp, and you want me to help you like, kick your cousin's ass? In a way, yeah. though, I think that's sort of...
1: That actually is a good way of simulating the, the game, and I, I, I could see that happening in the story. That's you know, I, don't also, be, I don't believe you.
0: It's That'd also a shame. great simulation of uh, 1600s feudalism in Europe.
2: <laughs> that is true. The, the turks are coming yeah well i need i want this farm that my cousin inherited from our dead father like but oh, god damn it
3: <laughs> yeah
2: um so yeah i, I really like it hmm? um but uh i don't know it's it's like a bit much like i can't play the game for that long it just stresses me out there's a lot of things to keep track of like the yeah, last think...
1: kingdom but do you think also the getting rid of those portals opening all the time for to- the immortal em- empires thing would that make it easier in that sense to not have to think about that race in the game
2: yeah yeah i guess i don't know
1: if they will still have the portals
2: but i guess not i don't know it's just uh, shit shit coming from everywhere with kessel yeah i mean i mean you're <laughs> like by the the north so mm. you have norska where there's like vikings coming and then you have like across norska there's like the actual realm of chaos kind of and these like demon armies just the uh, going on boats down to to raid your shit and mm. then in the east you have orcs and ogres and it's just the uh, it's just a lot a lot to do <laughs> yeah and you could even have vampires from the south if you're unlucky yeah yeah, yeah i still have the fucking vampires i have like both karakadrian and sufbar have been at war with them forever but he mm. can't like knock them out and then i tried oh. and i couldn't and he's like this fucking vampire castle just hassling me while I need to defeat chaos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I always end up, when playing as Vampire Counts in the second game, uh, being the one true defender of the old world and building a <laughs> shield wall of undead from uh, uh, Sylvania up over Kislev to the coast, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> have a wall of undead, and all of the lands of men just get, gather behind and just go yeah. <laughs>
1: Let them fight.
0: They're just shaking their fists, standing behind the backs of uh, all of the skeletons yeah. covering the land. <laughs> because it's just great. You just uh, get those upgrades for your, your lords that you say, oh, no attrition. And you just get an extra upgrade from the tech tree. Oh, no attrition for s- skeletons oh, yeah. and no upkeep. And you just have a horde of undead. <laughs>
1: so all you need to stop are chaos.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kislev is uh, wiped out in the, the, the Wormer 2. By turn 15, yeah, they,
1: anyway. They ne- yeah, they never they never stood a chance in that game. But, um, Chris, tell us about Cathay. What do you think about them?
0: Yeah, I've tried one of the factions so far. Yeah? One of the lords. What uh,
1: was it Storm Dragon or Iron Dragon? Uh, Storm, Storm, Dragon.
0: Storm Dragon. I'm not going to try to pronounce names that I don't remember. Yeah, but I've been playing the uh, Storm Dragon, and... That faction starts off right next uh, to the wall, uh, mm. right next to one of the gates. And the first mission is pretty much secure that gate. Mm. And that's what you do. You secure gates and you secure uh, ter- territory behind the gate to uh, build up your forces. And they have a lovely uh, mechanic with uh, the Jing and Jiang. Mm. And yeah. that is, uh, you have to strive for balance in all respects. Yeah. So your lords uh, and your heroes and uh, some buildings uh, and some events uh, give e- either jing or jang. Your units do the same thing, uh, like ranged give one, me- melee give one kind mm-hmm. of something. And if you are balanced, you perform better.
1: Mm-hmm. It's an interesting. I like the idea of it. But is it is it very annoying? Because it just seems like, okay, I'm going to build this building. Uh, oh, but then I have to build another one to counter that. And then suddenly... You know, something happens like, oh, no, I, I have this technology going, and then I'm going to re- recruit a lord. So, hey, wait, <laughs> how do I,
0: how yeah, do but I end it, up in balance? It is really good to do it, because <laughs> if you got your legendary lord, uh, uh, I think uh, the Sondran got a 100% pl- bonus modifier for if you're oh. in balance.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Yeah.
0: So if you're not in balance, you lose this, lose the, the bonus. It's also the same with... Uh, Similar with uh, the High Elves in one of their campaigns, where you have to uh, unite uh, alpha And oh, okay. everything that's not in sync uh, gives you a detrimental effect. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a bit, bit like that. And it's really nice because it makes your arm, armies uh, and your faction perform differently. than Otherwise, they would just be, oh, they're pretty much elves, but they're not elves.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Or well, you can build those because uh, they even have that same uh, build up your land, uh, capture your gates, keep your gates, which is the exact same thing that yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, with. that's true, that's
3: true.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but the, when you have that yin yin yang balance, uh, your troops perform better. Uh, if you put the troops on the walls, you should pretty much alternate them so everyone get the bonus from okay. uh, well. they should, or put the character that has that bonus so you can. Get the most out of your units. Yeah.
1: What and, do you think of the units so far?
0: Yeah, they're they're fun. Uh, they're still uh, people with spears, people with bows, people with guns. Yeah. Uh, people on horses with spears, people on horses with bows. <laughs> those are <those, those laughs> all. But then you get the fun stuff. You get the cannons. You get the, the small uh, lanterns, which are like flying ships oh, yeah. with the guns on them. and Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's a really it's uh, different enough to uh, make to make it, to make it uh, a fun uh, setting to play. Yeah.
1: yeah I think yeah. they look really cool. Uh, the sales and all that thing those things.
0: Yeah, and then they, then they have uh, some cannon small cannons and bigger cannons and then you can start to recruit for the gatehouses uh, the uh, massive statues the walking statues
1: oh yeah like terracotta sentinels
0: i mean it's it's uh, interesting to see this and it's even more interesting to imagine what they are going to do with this in the old world later
1: yeah on. yeah definitely mm-hmm. um i was happily surprised going going back through uh, the Tamrakan book where they have this Place where they're attacking a part of Kislev or the outpost, right? The Jade Tower or whatever. Cathay. Oh, sorry, Cathay. Yeah, yeah, uh, same thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and then they had these uh, dragon-blooded again. They were in the Tamurcom book, and they are now the uh, the lords that you recruit, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So you, that, can, that you cool. can you can recruit uh, as uh, most actions, two kinds of uh, lords: one melee, one ranged one melee, one mage. Oh, yeah. And they also bring Jing or Jiang, respectively. Yeah. I'm not sure which one is which currently, because it's been mm-hmm. a few days since I played. Yeah. But... Uh, what do you think I,
1: about the, the caravan mechanic? Yeah, I, was,
0: I was just going to mention that. It's yeah. uh, it's a really nice mechanic. It gives something different that you recruit a caravan and send it off on its way. You equip it. You get uh, mini uh, missions with them. Uh, you get uh, one of those multiple choice uh, where you get oh, we encountered uh, ogres, or we encountered uh, these kind of uh, hunters in the wild, and you can recruit uh, ogres or recruit hunters. We have to fight ogres because the option is either give up uh, some of your people so the ogres can eat them, or you fight (laughs) ogres.
1: I think it's a great option, though. It's such a thematic
0: yeah, so, so I'm usually just sending off uh, massive uh, caravans, going mm. like to Altdorf and uh, to other cities on, across yeah. the world. Yeah, just because it's fun. Yeah, far as
1: I've seen it hasn't been too. I never seen anyone lose against one of those like overwhelmed by the ogres so far. But
0: no, no I, I haven't yet either. But some of them have actually been quite tricky when you mm. there are fixed spots. This is where you're going to be attacked. This is when you're going to be attacked. Or event, event, event spots.
1: Oh, yeah. But sometimes
0: it just feels like, oh, but I just had an event and half my army is gone. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, just eat my spearman or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, then you also have, uh, as we m- mentioned, the wall. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that is what you're protecting. Outside the wall is the chaos wastes. Uh, the, everyone going outside the wall. save for like a small little spot right outside the wall that's still uh, livable. Uh, you... Uh, Get uh, massive uh, uh, attrition. attrition. Oh yeah! Mm. And uh, with that, uh, you can not you can just basically just go on raids outside the wall, take the city's closest, and then just uh, take your army back, or you will lose them all, pretty much.
1: Okay. But and, and then far. you have this this Kurgan threat thing building up, right? And then you just have endless Kurgan armies assaulting your walls.
0: It's uh, similar with the uh, it's uh, chaos uh, horde coming and it's uh, pretty much uh, alternated with the call the demon portals that just pop up. So when you finally dealt with them Uh you get the walls attacked, but if you do it properly and actually both upgrade the uh, gatehouses and uh, put uh, an army there, you're usually fine when you get assaulted. And uh, then you can have an army just running behind your own wall and Doing a tour uh, around your cities and just mopping up all of the annoying small demon hordes that are just running around inside your ah, lands,
1: yeah. yeah. Or potential skaven and greenskins from the south, right?
0: Yeah, I haven't uh, seen any of them yet, but I have. I'm not the. I'm the uh, storm uh, dragon is the one that's further to f- the north. I think. I think the iron yeah, dragon yeah. is the one to the south. Yeah. Oh. So we just. I just had a small. Uh, small armies of demons and uh, having all of their agents that are, like, what are they called?
1: The... Uh, Heralds or something?
0: No, they're um, the one that splits when you kill them.
1: Oh, yeah. Horror horse. horrors.
0: Yeah, they're, like, uh, the blue horrors. They just look like them.
1: Oh, okay. Nasty, nasty, nasty.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that, you... I feel it's a bit similar with uh, what uh, Nicholas said about the other factions that are there that are not the player faction. Who are they? <laughs> yeah, they're just pretty much Cathay Faction 1, Cathay Faction 2, Cathay mm-hmm. Faction 3, Cathay Faction Renegades.
1: Yeah. It is that. Yeah. yeah, hopefully to be fleshed out later, but who knows?
0: Hopefully. Sort, but, sort uh, of
1: what you need to play the game. Like, oh, you need to have someone. Yeah. Here's your initial enemy. Kill them and take their territory.
0: Yeah, uh, but then another another fun thing with the caravans is that if you have done a successful caravan, mm-hmm. uh, you get mo- you get money, but you will get uh, a diminishing return on that city. Okay, because you have traded everything with it.
1: Oh ah, yeah. On. So you so have to alternate. Yeah, so
0: thought... you can go for close cities, or you can go, as I said, to Altdorf, Marienburg. Mm.
1: So it's very cool. I mean. I think you can see these caravans on the map, right? So if you're if you're another player and you see a caravan, can you attack it? Can anyone attack them? If you're like a Kislev player or whatever.
0: I haven't played multiplayer, so I don't know.
1: No? Because that would be kind of cool also. If you could... if you, Say you're an ogre player, uh, and you actually make your economy up by taking all these caravans that come <laughs> through your land. That yeah. would be so... It would make sense.
2: I wish I could send caravans as Kislev. would be
0: cool.
1: Oh yeah, to trade back or
0: something. Yeah. That would be quite interesting. And you should be able to do it as ogres, like just uh, being guards for character as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Have some sort of, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: but uh, to Give summar- me money
1: or I'll take <laughs> care of <laughs> it.
0: To summarize, I like playing as Kislev. It is uh, a bit like playing uh, as elves on Alphon, but uh, less uh, politics. Hmm? So to speak. Hmm? You don't have to uh, send... Uh, Tyrion some points every turn or he will attack you. <laughs> no matter who you are no. in the Mawthorn. <laughs> Tyrion's just an know. asshole. Yep. I think it's uh, runs in his family.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, is he more of an asshole than Tickless? Tricky question.
0: Is he more of an asshole than Malekith? <laughs> 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 yep, yeah. Or, or Elarion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm...
2: Uh-huh. Damn else, they ruin all fun. Mm.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah uh... The only thing I can
1: add is the the Demon Prince campaign. I've been watching that a lot, and I I think I talked about that before. That I um, initially I thought, oh, all the specific you know chaos factions will be cooler because it's like a Nurgle faction, or they will be more fun. Like, how would they do an undivided army? You would just have a mix, and I don't really know. But I think they made it very good because I mean, you have a mix of all the units now, and you dedicate your different. Uh, uh, settlements to different gods and can recruit from different trees. And I guess you get a bit of all the different Chaos factions, but not as good of a bonus as if you were... You don't get the coolest plagues if you're not playing as Nurgle, but you still can use some plagues. Uh, and as we said, the, the customization of the Demon Prince is, itself is like the, the coolest thing. Um, although from what I'm seeing, it's not like you just get so many different options and they're not... It's not like that you get better and better options necessarily. Maybe slightly better, but that it's always like, oh yeah. Should I take plus five weapon? You know, like uh, attack or defense, or I don't know. Uh, is there just...
0: uh, is there any possibility of an RNG on a level up that you just turn into spawn?
1: That would be f- oh, that would be awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be the ultimate. Uh, the- re- that would really be the one of the best things I could put in the game. That just uh, it it doesn't matter. You you cannot build built the perfect. Chaos Lord mm-hmm. or the Chaos Demon Lord, and just one one day, just oh spawn.
1: <laughs> you just get a unit of spawn in your army, and you have to replace the Lord or something.
0: Yeah, or one <laughs> character spawn that is a little know? better than a oh, regular that, spawn.
1: Yeah, that, that, that would be nice. You could keep it alive, like a, like a yeah. Those uh, that Forge will had that right. The they had some greater Chaos spawn, right? Yeah,
0: something. or something. just uh, mm. just uh, same thing with uh, goblins their are uh, shamans. Mm. When they want to miscast and they turn into squig.
1: But you can keep that colossal squig or whatever later. Yeah.
0: yeah, it would be fun. It would be quite annoying for someone that spent like 150 hours just building their perfect demon lord and is whoop, spawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would also be exactly what happens in every campaign where you play Chaos with a mutation table like that.
1: Mm. <laughs> All my lords are spawn. Um,
0: There's yeah. one other big update for this game, this mm-hmm. version of the game, and that is uh, sieges.
1: Yeah, yeah. How are you finding them?
0: Oh, they're a lot better than they used to be. Yeah,
1: and attacking the, the minor settlements, and you have all these defense points, and you build towers and blockades and stuff. Uh, you capture points.
0: Yeah, and you can build. You can build towers. You can build defenses. You can build. A collapsible walls, so you can build mm. traps, you, so you can pretty much uh, descend. If you don't have troops that are good enough to hold the walls, that you might just put uh, some troops to man the towers. You could build uh, like a maze inside your city as well, mm. so you just have them channeling mm. to a
1: choke point or something, yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's just uh, mainly played the sieges on the defending side on Cathay the Cathay, in the Cathay mm. campaign. Also, when you play, at least with uh, this, uh, defend uh, the wall fortresses. You do get your reinforcements if you have a reinforcement, uh, forcing army, uh, close by. It will enter on the inside of the walls so you get them into the ah, city good. directly. Because <laughs> before you used to have like, oh, I get my allies, but they arrive on the other side of the battlefield, right inside the enemy army. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I like yeah. that you can that you can move around their reinforcement point. Although it can add time to the, to when they come,
0: yeah, that's the cool.
1: Um,
0: yeah, but it it's makes more. It's more intuitive, I think it's not just oh, wall fell. Put spearmen in mm, the gates or in yeah. the, yeah. the breach. Yeah, that's been the pretty much the thing since Rome total war. when you just fill a hole in the wall with uh, enough spears and it sorts itself. Yeah,
2: <laughs> or uh, Empire Napoleon's Napoleon you just put a. Cannon with cannons you shot there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that means the, remembering when uh, if you played uh, like uh, the Greeks or any faction that had uh, hoplites in uh, <laughs> Impossible in Rome, to Yeah, to used, used to skip. If you had a settlement without walls, just uh, put them inside the city. If you had a settlement with walls, you still put them inside the city and just blocked up streets.
1: How oh, yeah. to win? <laughs> I think this seems like uh, the AI is handling the Sieges also quite well. They know how to defend and they know how to attack. They don't make super stupid choices all the time, you know, which must be hard to program.
0: Yeah, before, I think Sieges have been the enemy just charging all of the troops at one point in the wall. Now they're just dividing them up a bit, weakening the walls, uh, actually using... uh, Units that are supposed to be in the first line in the first line.
1: No, no, I, I like it. I think overall the uh, uh, it's a fun campaign. Uh, although I th- I could see it getting a bit repetitive if you have played it a couple of times. Like oh, have to go all into all of these realms again. I mean, if you have played the the survival battles a number of times, that must get a bit tiring. Because yeah, then I, I think actually,
2: you will. I just I skipped
1: that. I I played the first one, but then I skipped it. Oh, so you could auto resolve them. Or yeah. Okay, that's good, at least that you have that option. Uh, I mean I, I think it will be even more fun when they add when they get their Mortal Empires equivalent. I look yeah. forward to that. And when Chaos Dwarfs are launched and uh, whatever are we waiting for? Is it mainly Chaos Dwarves?
0: Yeah. They will never be launched. They will well, never
2: they, be in the game. They've been hinted already, like in the game. Mm. Yeah, and they're the, like home uh, places right there.
0: Yeah, mm. that's why they will never be in the in the game. And when I say that, and uh, if I say this, because I know that we've said things that will definitely happen. It never happened. So if I ah, say it you... will happen, it never will happen. Maybe it will. <laughs>
2: trying to re- reverse psychology uh, Game Studio?
0: Yeah, trying to reverse psychology as Game Studio that I don't think listen to this podcast.
2: Come on, <laughs> I dare you. You don't have the balls oh. to release Chaos Dwarves.
0: And if you do listen to this podcast, at least say hi. We won't mention that you said hi, but say hi. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm going to say that uh, the Cathay is fun to play and it feels a bit more defensive, at least with the Storm Dragon, than the usual campaigns that you can play. But uh, it's also the thing, you build up uh, all of your power and then you uh, deal with the problems that you have. (laughs) It's not that easy in uh, in the Cathay... I think for the game studio to make stuff for Cathay, given that no one really knows what to expect at the moment. Yeah. So, with that said, I think they've done a g- good job at uh, portraying at least the uh, wall based settlements of Cathay. Because the rest of Cathay isn't really there yet.
2: Okay. Alright then. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, So, this has been our little chat about uh, Warhammer Total War 3 so far, at least what we've experienced.
2: All right, I'm going to take off. Yep. I think we all are. <laughs> yep. Sounds Thank you for listening.
0: Yes, definitely. Thank you for listening. And uh, see you in the next episode. It should be sometime in the future from this one. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs>
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.